And we're going to move forward to 1992. During the L.A. riots, you were a huge figure and leader within the black community and famously said, quote, riot is the voice of the unheard. And almost 30 years later, we again witnessed racial tensions explode in this country after the death of George Floyd. Why do you think this country has such difficulty learning from history and making real changes when it comes to violence and injustice done to black people? Uh, I believe that it stems from the history of this country. It stems from slavery, uh, when whites were absolutely in charge, and they absolutely controlled the lives of uh, people and their families. If they decided to separate families and send the boys in one direction, the girls in another direction, uh, the mothers to the big house, I mean, they've always been in charge. And I think that this thinking about the need to control, the need to, you know, make sure that people stay in their place, so-called, uh, has been, you know, what has been uh, basically what has happened in America uh, for all of these years. And I think it continues in various ways, sometimes a little bit more sophisticated ways. Uh, but the police, I think, really believe and in some ways are led to believe that their greatest challenge and their greatest chore is to keep, uh, you know, black people in their place. say it she doesn't like white people i mean she doesn't <laughs> Not only that, she, she, insinu she insinuated that all cops are white yeah and she just one, insinuated all cops are white basically yeah. and want to keep us there in our place right. we need to be kept in our place we can't go That's outside we can't congregate <laughs> we need we need to understand that the man is in charge and we ain't got no role in anything that happened in America. Yeah, her but 1960s in Congress, mentality. Yeah. But, well, but she's in Congress. Right. And that shows you that there is a need for term limits because she has that 1960s mentality that just doesn't go. It doesn't flow anymore. And it makes her look like she literally hates everybody. <laughs> you know what? I, Especially white people. I used to say, I used to say a long time ago, I think this country. The reason why I think the country is in such a bad position right now is because a lot of people, now, not everybody, but there are a whole lot of people from the civil rights movement that got their heads bashed in or they Absolutely. or they went through a whole lot of serious stuff that they've, now, I'm not saying that they got to get rid of it, but they've never allowed it to process to come up with solutions to make things better. And they got elected to Congress and they've hurt this country from that point on with their decisions. Right. Or even like, because yeah. like Leah said, they, they, their, their mindset is in the sixties, separation, racism, all, all that stuff. The only thing missing from today, 
The only thing, well, actually, maybe three things is missing is lynching, um, uh, uh, separate mm-hmm. rooms right. and fountains, and water hoses. I mean, Jesse Jackson. Right. Jesse Jackson's son is the owner of a Budweiser brewing factory. Yet Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton, uh, race pimps, still won't let or still won't allow us to grow out of and become one. I mean, we talk about this all the time on the show. Back in the 80s and 90s, things were great. I think things were awesome. Uh, Now, not so much. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wayne Dupree Show. I'm your host, Wayne Dupree, and uh, we have to my left, your right, Leah Bella, and then we have Brian Smith here. Let me let me tell you, uh, we're 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 being brought to you uh, today by one of our sponsors. One of our sponsors is Birch Gold. If you haven't been to Birch Gold, you need to go to birchgold.com forward slash Wayne. Um, like like we've been saying for a while uh a lot of a lot of families uh should be looking at purchasing these precious metals because of what is happening in the country especially with they just passed two trillion dollars already yeah word is they're looking for another three to four trillion for their next one you got to put your money into something that is going to last the money this money thing is not going to last the precious metal right yes well and historically when the bottom falls out of everything gold acts as the hedge uh and it's important just get the 20 uh page comprehensive info kit about the gold and silver it's going to teach you how you can take your ira or 401k and actually uh back it with precious metals it's simple go to birchgold.com forward slash wayne Right. And there you go. They they have like three great steps of how they help you. The first thing is that um, they're going to uh, your funds are transferred to a new custodian. Uh, number two is they also help you purchase. These metals, okay. they help you purchase the metals yeah. and then they store them at an approved depository so that you are in connection with everything that you purchase and they they're watching over for you. Um, I think one of the biggest things I like about one of the main biggest uh, features is their relationship continues with you, right? Long yeah. after your account is set up. So that's so that's a real positive uh, uh, reason. That's why they have an A plus rating and thousands of customers. That's right. That's right. So virtgo.com forward slash Wayne, call in and uh, talk to a representative and they will get you a free um, info kit. Okay. Yep. No obligation. All right. okay. um, let me see. You know, Leah sent this to me yesterday and I did some background checking. Now I know some people out there, are they look at the COVID numbers and they look at getting it and they're like, look, it's like the flu. You can get over it, whatever. My, I mean, me ever since last year, I've always been like, I don't, I don't, I don't even want it. The reason why I don't want it is because as long as I don't have it, 
I've never known a virus to to give positive good feelings or that you get. No, it definitely doesn't. I know. Had <laughs> it twice. I mean, it's not, it's, hey, I'm gonna go pick. I'm gonna go pick up some COVID and I'll be over at your house real quick, yeah. man. Yeah, let's yeah, like, some COVID. Wet uh, <laughs> uh, Smith and Wesson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trust me, you're gonna want one once you get it. It's, yeah. it's pretty. But I watched the CDC director yesterday. Oh boy! And I gotta tell you something. Now, she said that she had a script that she was gonna read from, but then she moved away from the script. She did. She moved away from the script. So sometimes you can tell. Turn your volume up. Okay. Turn your volume up. Okay. Yeah, there people in the audience are asking. They they want to hear you, baby. Okay. There you go. How's it? Oh, that's, oh that's beautiful. Yeah. My yeah. God. That sounds before. wonderful. Uh, yeah. That's got a creamy sound to it. Start singing Georgia. You'll never find <laughs> love like mine. Okay. okay there you so, go, guys. Um, okay. okay. So I, I'm only going to, I'm not going to play the whole thing. I'm just going to play a couple of seconds of it, but I want you to watch her. Because I really believe that she knows something. And I think she tried to say it, even though she said that she was going to say it. I think she tried to say it, but she can't say it. And I don't know what's coming. And we don't know what's coming. But she sees something that's coming. I want you to look into her eyes. Look into her eyes when she says this, okay? When I first started at CDC about two months ago, I made a promise to you. I would tell you the truth, even if it was not the news we wanted to hear. Now is one of those times when I have to share the truth and I have to hope and trust you will listen. I'm gonna pause here, I'm gonna lose the script and I'm gonna reflect on the recurring feeling I have of impending doom. We have so much to look forward to, so much promise and potential of where we are and so much reason for hope, but right now I'm scared. Um, I know what it's like as a physician to stand in that patient room, gowned, gloved, masked, shielded, and to be the last person to touch someone else's loved one because their loved one couldn't be there. I know what it's like when you're the physician, when you're the healthcare provider, and you're worried that you don't have the resources to take care of the patients in front of you. I know that feeling of nausea when you read the crisis standards of care and you wonder whether there are gonna be enough ventilators to go around and who's gonna make that choice. And I know what it's like to pull up to your hospital every day and see the extra morgue sitting outside. I didn't know at the time when it, would, when it would stop. We didn't have the science to tell us. We were just scared. We have come such a long way. Three historic scientific breakthrough vaccines, and we are rolling them out so very fast. So I'm speaking today, not necessarily as your CDC director, not only as your CDC director, but as a wife, as a mother, as a daughter, to ask you to just please hold on a little while longer. Now, here's the thing. I watched that and I watched a little more. And you and um, Leah uh, kind of let me know about what was going on overseas and how we're six months behind in what is going on overseas. And I, I tried to work that out. Six weeks, six weeks, six weeks, six weeks. And I'm trying to yeah. work that out in my head. Is that what she's looking at? If That's exactly what she's doing. She knows exactly what's coming around the pike, 
but she can't be held responsible for what is going to go on. So she has to give a warning so she has someone to blame it on. She is going again, and this is why I can't stand the scientists, they're going to blame us for not being responsible, for not wearing masks, when that's not the truth. If you follow the science, we are three weeks behind the UK three weeks ago. We are six weeks in total. So what you saw at the UK three weeks ago, we will get in three weeks. And where they are now today, we will get in six weeks. This is inevitable. This is the trajectory that it has followed since day one. Why can't she just come out and say it? Why can't she just come out and say, look, it's probably going to be another bloodbath. Look at what's going down in Brazil. This isn't fear mongering, you guys, when someone actually tells you the truth. And this is why we're all defensive and we're all up in arms because we say that there's fear mongering when in all reality, it's because they've lied to us since day one. Instead of just coming out day one and saying, we don't know crap about this virus. We don't know what it's going to do. We don't know where it came from. They're lying to us again by saying it was spread by an animal. I don't believe that worth a damn. So let's get the facts straight. She needed to look into the camera and say, because of the trajectory, because of what we know that's going on in the UK and Brazil, we're screwed at this point. Maybe the maybe the vaccines can help, but hell, we don't even know if the vaccines work good enough. Why can't they just be truthful? Because that P1 variant in Brazil, it's sneaking right through the vaccine. But they don't want to tell you that and, yet. And, you and this is too, why we get so negative. That's an, I mean... When I when I read when I went and read uh, did some research on that P one and saw the amount of people that were being infected at a faster rate, I was like, wow. I mean, I, I mean that's something that nobody is talking about here, no one, because they don't think that it can reach here. And like I said, this doesn't have anything to do with mask. It has, I mean, and and notice, everybody they even had President Trump. They, I'm not going to say they bullied President Trump into doing it, but even President Trump was t- was was telling people on Maria Bartiromo's to get the safe vaccine that the vaccine was okay. <laughs> they they know something, okay. That's why there's a big push for people to get the vaccine right now. Well, I and think honestly, I don't think. I don't think they know anything. And that's why there's a big push for the vaccine. So. Because yes, that, that that they don't know anything. And that's why there is a big push for the vaccine because they're praying that this is the miracle that they can get with this vaccine. I am seeing the trajectory in Brazil. I'm seeing what's happening in Brazil. They can't prove that that vaccine is working in Brazil right now for that strain. There's also another strain that has combined with another strain and became a mutant strain, two strains in one person with probably an immune compromised body from India. We don't know if vaccine will work against that strain. So I think right now the experts are just throwing stuff against the wall to see what will stick. And right now they feel as though the vaccine will work for uh, the first three strains that we had, which I agree on. I think it works for UK as well. This P1 coming from Brazil, if this becomes the dominant strain by October, we are going to be in some trouble because this is evading the antibodies. And that's why I said I wish that girl yesterday from the CDC would just come straight out. I just want one expert to admit they really, truly don't know what's going to happen. And yes, there has been proven facts that viruses do actually weaken as time goes on. But there was a study done in the early 1900s on rabbits who had a virus, a, an actual stomach virus. They thought that would do the same thing, and it didn't. It actually got stronger over the time. We do not know if COVID is going to get stronger over time or weaker over time. There's not proof of that yet. I wish that they would just be more truthful with the public. It's like the, the, they, they did the same thing uh, with UFOs, right? <laughs> They never wanted to say anything about that. And now they're starting to come out a little bit, a little bit. They just feel like you can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. But I wish there was more truth about COVID. 
And it's not a positive thing that I'm seeing going forward. Yeah. I wish I could tell you there was light at the end of the tunnel. But with COVID, I don't think we're working quick enough with the vaccines. I don't think we can hit the mutations fast enough. It's mutating too quickly. Well, it just I mean, is. Well, maybe, maybe if, um, maybe if the Biden administration wouldn't have tried to one up Trump and cut right. everything that he was doing and start all over again, or you know, or and bringing people across the border to a country that yeah. already has. I mean, how is he pro vaccine mm-hmm. and and telling us to wear masks? But bringing over people from another country that aren't being tested and that, or social yeah. distancing, and that, and and that some even have the vaccine. Let's talk about that in just a few minutes. We have a special guest that is coming on right now. He's a friend of the show. We interviewed him at, at CPAC just a few uh, weeks ago. Um, but he was, but he's been a friend of the show for a while, and I I enjoy uh, interviewing Dr. Carson uh, because. You were just talking about being real. Dr. Carson is real. And uh, he sees a need for uh, fixing this country from within. And that's why he's created this project, the American Cornerstone Institute. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm going to play a quick video and then we're going to bring him on right after that. At the American Cornerstone Institute, We believe in advancing faith, liberty, community, and life. These are the fundamental cornerstones of this great republic. Unfortunately, all four of these cornerstones are under attack, all in the name of progress. If the attackers succeed, our country runs the risk of forgetting our roots, the very source of what made us the greatest nation on the planet. But drawing on our faith, we believe that the stone that the builders have rejected can become the cornerstone once again. If you feel so compelled to aid us in our admission, please visit AmericanCornerstone.org today to sign up for updates and to donate. Thank you for your support. God bless you and God bless the United States of America. Ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to bring to our stage, Dr. Ben Carson, the founder and chairman of the American Cornerstone Institute. Good morning, Doctor. How you doing? Good morning. Always good to be with you. Doing extremely well. Thank you. I am so glad to see you. Uh, and um, especially, especially in these times, I'm glad to see you uh, making such a huge leap to do this because like i said before you your 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 can your um you let's see is that the right word your emo, your ability to care for this country is launching this type of um, venture and trying to wake a lot of people up that this country can be saved through these types of values am i right you're exactly right. And in fact, uh, you know, as the previous administration was drawing to a close, I must admit that I was kind of looking forward to retiring and uh, <laughs> playing golf and learning how to play the piano and just enjoying the rest of my life. But, you know, seeing the direct of the country, I really couldn't do that. I wouldn't be able to relax. 
and uh, started thinking about how fortunate we are to live in this country, to have been born here, and what were the things that made it into a great country. You know, there are those who are trying to denigrate our country, say that it's a horrible, racist place. If it were so bad, why would people be forming caravans to get in here? That doesn't make any sense. But uh, I started thinking, what are the things that made us a great nation? From a bunch of ragtag militia to the pinnacle of the world in record time. And it's those cornerstone principles of faith, liberty, community, and life. You think about our Judeo-Christian values that teach us how to relate to other people. That seems to be a big problem these days, if you've noticed. People just don't seem to be able to relate to each other. Uh, those values teach us to love your neighbor, to pray for those who rightfully use you, to forgive people. Uh, the new uh, progressive mode seems to be, if someone disagrees with you, cancel them, uh, get rid of them. You know, uh, you take that to its extreme, you wind up with people like Stalin, who just murdered millions of people uh, because they weren't uh, doing what he wanted to do. Now, this is totally antithetical to the concept of America. And America is more of a concept. It's more of an ideal than it is a place. Right. And that leads to the second cornerstone, liberty. The reason that people came to America is so that they could be free. They didn't want to be in a system where you had, you know, authorities telling you everything you could do and couldn't do and controlling your life. They want to be able to live a free life. That's what America stood for. That's what it has always stood for until now. You know, I was looking at a, a program on television a few weeks ago. They were interviewing uh, college students in other countries. And they asked each one of them, would you like to go to America to study? And they all said, there was a time when I wanted to do that. No longer is that the case. Uh, we should be concerned when people around the world are, are perceiving us in that way. And some people say, but we do have freedom of speech because the government hasn't said you can't talk. Well, if big tech and the media are allowed to shut people down and the government is okay with that, it has the same devastating impact. And then when it comes to community, you know, strong communities make for strong nations. And that means being able to get along together and to communicate with each other, uh, not to hate the person across the street because they have the different yard sign. And then when it comes to life, you know, we've gotten away from respecting life from the womb to the tomb. We don't mm -hmm. care about little babies, about people on the streets, drug addicts and mentally ill people. You know, we have a responsibility to deal with these people to love our neighbors in a responsible way, not in a way that keeps people in a depressed, independent situation, but a way that liberates them. We have the ability to do that. I feel like America is, to use a football analogy, kind of at halftime, and we're down by a whole lot. And they, they bring in a motivational speaker to come in and talk to us. And, and I feel like that would be somebody like you, but and your thoughts on this, that that we need to get back to the basics, the fundamental basics of what made America great and, and, and maybe champion those values again? Yeah. Is that is that kind of like where you're headed with, with this uh, organization? Yes. 
that's exactly where we're headed. But we're not just a think tank. We're also a do tank. Um, because one of the things I learned as the HUD secretary is the place where we really could get things done is not in Washington, D.C., but the reason I traveled a lot going to different cities, having roundtables, is when you can get people to communicate together, that's when you can make progress. Get people from both sides of the aisle, and then you put in the center of the table the facts, the evidence. And you say, let's solve this problem based on the facts, not on your ideology, not on your belief system, but on the facts. And when people are able to communicate together that way, they frequently find that they have a lot more in common than yeah. things that divide them. And that's how we make progress. You know, you probably have noticed that before people get divorced, what do they do? They stop talking. You yeah. know, before, you know, they couldn't put their hands off of each other. They always communicated about everything. <laughs> and now they don't talk to each other and their spouse has become the devil incarnate. You know, that's what's happening to us as a society. We right, can't let right. that That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I read in an article that you had written um, about the American Cornerstone Institute that it's going to serve as a check on political power in D.C. And I thought, wow, that's actually refreshing. And I wanted to ask them, um, how are you actually going to push and remind the powers that be in D.C., hey, stay in your lane, so to speak? Well, you know, our headquarters is uh, right uh, by the Congressional Building, and uh, <laughs> we are going to be in communication if we can get through the barbed wire uh, with the various <laughs> congressmen and senators <laughs> and their staffs, and we already right. are in, in communication with them. Uh, again, facilitating that communication because we really aren't each other's enemies. We, we have to understand that if we're going to succeed as a nation. And, uh, you know, no one can destroy this nation. This nation is incredibly strong. China cannot bring us down. Russia can't do it. North Korea can't do it. Iran can't do it. Only we can do it. And there's no reason for us to do it. We, 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 we should be willing to work with each other and just because another administration did something, we don't have to say it was horrible and criticize it and try to take it apart and start all over again. That doesn't make any sense. That's just, it's, it's like Lord of the Flies, you know, uh, a long, a prolonged episode of Lord of the Flies, people with uh, childhood mentalities who aren't able to see the big picture and figure out how to get along together. What type of, um, what, are you looking for volunteers? Uh, um, is this going to now the headquarters is in DC, but are you, um, is this like a 50 state type of deal where you're um, creating uh, um, uh, outreach in oh, all yeah. 50 states? Okay. Absolutely. Uh, we're organizing different programs across the nation. One of the things we're coming out with this summer is called the Little Patriots. It's some, somewhat like the Cub Scouts, but oh, we will okay. be making sure that these young people understand our founding documents, understand our founding principles, so that they don't succumb so easily to the propaganda uh, that we find in the schools that's 
trying to tear our history apart. We have not always been perfect because we're, that's a country that's inhibited by non-perfect people. So they do non-perfect things. But smart people actually learn from that didn't work and they move forward. People who are not quite as intelligent try to destroy it and deny that it happened. That really is not why we have these fantastic brains that God gave us. It's so that we could actually analyze and, uh, and benefit from things that have happened in the past, both good things and bad things. And just recognize your history is what gives you your identity. Your identity is what gives you beliefs. So if you destroy those things, who are you? And what do you stand for? And you become very easy to manipulate. And that's one so, of the reasons that before we destroyed I under peace administration, they would go into places and they would destroy the statues and destroy the museums and destroy everything that had to do with the people's history. We can learn from that. So I know there's a lot of people out there and this is something that's been on my mind and, and certainly uh, how can people reach out to you, get involved with you? What would be the best way to get involved? Well, thank you for asking that question. AmericanCornerstone.org. That's the way. Now, there's, there's a, a lot of potential websites and things that people claim that I'm part of and that I'm advocating. And, you know, you really can do about when people take your name and take your image and take everything and, and try to uh, say that you're the one who's behind it. The thing that I am really trying to do right now is save our nation for our children and our grandchildren and all the people who come after us. And we're of going to another Well, I'll tell you this. We have to make the choice corner and hope that nobody notices you so that they won't cancel you. We can't do that. Right. You got to be courageous if we want to save this country. You cannot be the land of the free if you're not the home of the brave. They go together. Right. Amen. Well said. Um, for, the, for those that are in the chat and you're asking about the website, is on the screen, H, uh, American Cornerstone. That I, I want to help out with little patriots. I just love that idea. Like is, I, yeah, as soon as the show's yeah. done, I'm going to figure out what I can do because that's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, I was in the Cub Scouts. So um, if it's in the mode well, of the Cub Scouts. And, and everybody can, everybody can get involved. Please go and read. Yeah. And love, learn about this great nation, you know, right. other principles. It's no coincidence that we became the pinnacle nation in record time. That's true. That is true. But Dr. Carson, the greatest I, nation that the world has ever known, it is not a coincidence at all. Uh, the yeah. formula we, we know, we cannot reject it and, and accept the failure. 
Right. Right. Amen. Well, I tell you this, um, Dr. Carson, it's always a privilege and honor to have you on the show. Um, and when uh, the do tank uh, gets moving along, I want to have you back so that we can um, talk about more how uh, how our audience and how everybody that watches the show or learns about the American Cornerstone Institute, how they can help out and expand this uh, probably bigger than you ever expected. So uh, let's have you back. Well, thank you. Thank you, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Dr. Ben Carson. And, you know, somebody in the chat said uh, he's always calm. I mean, oh, I love when he talks. I logic, common sense. So much missing, so much missing in this country. It's a, it's a damn shame. Uh, I want to thank all of y'all with your comments and stuff for um, Dr. Ben Carson. Uh, it really, really meant something. Guatemala issues emergency decree amid, um, amid reports of a new caravan from Honduras. We heard about this. They were worried that uh, there was a huge caravan coming up at the end of March. Uh, I know Mexico, surprise me, I'm glad, uh, mm-hmm. that Mexico has decided that they are going to start forcefully handling the situation on their side. Yeah. Well, I hope uh, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, but like we were talking about before, and Brian, I don't know if you, I mean, I don't think you got a chance to really get into it before we went into the interview. Yeah, we sorry, were, I went into a tangent. Sorry. <laughs> we were talking about the COVID thing. Uh, did did, uh, did you have anything to add on to that too? About the CDC director or um, um, the infection? Now, I, um, the, the news that came out this morning was that the infections are surging 12% in the past week. State College, Pennsylvania has the biggest numbers in the country. Yeah. State College, where the college State is? College, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Penn State. We are Penn State. Yeah, yeah, Penn State. They and it's the UK strain. They did realize that. What 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 I don't let's see. Did I do I have it? Uh, I guess I don't have it. But mm-hmm. um what's the Florida governor? DeSantis. DeSantis signed legislation that shields business owners from COVID lawsuits. I don't get that. I don't get that. I mean, because if, I mean, here's the thing, or my thinking, if you're going to open up your business and I mean, well, if you want your business open and it's your right, it's your freedom, then open up your business. But if somebody comes in there and who, who, I mean, they know they got COVID or something and they come in there and people get it. You have, you, you, you open up your business for it. You, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Wayne. I disagree. I, I, know, I know. I know. It, because it would be the exact same thing. If somebody came in with a firearm and started killing people, I'd be responsible for it. I'm not. I'm not responsible for people that walk into my business 
and behave in a manner that is going to violate other people. I can't control that. All I can control is my business, stay open for business. And as we see the numbers across the country, the states that did open and didn't act uh, tyrannical, like some of the states that did, those states have fared better. And you saying that you can't control who comes in your business? No, not when you have an open sign on the front door and I'm open for all business. I'm not going to sit there. I'm not going to pick apart people. Uh, you can't come in because you're wearing this. You can't come in because you look like this. You can't come in because I feel whatever, you know, um, I, I can't stop people from coming in. I'm open for business. Uh, that's that's strange to me because I've seen what, what is strange about it. I mean, that's I've capitalism. Seen, that's freedom. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know because I've seen businesses stop people from coming in that aren't dressed properly. It's their choice. Seen, oh, wait, hold on. But, it's their but, choice. But you just said that. Businesses, that's my choice. I should have the choice to be allowed to do that. But it's my just, choice. But you just said businesses can't stop people from coming in, though. Uh, if, if I'm open for business and I'm the type of business owner that wants to be open, I welcome all business. I'm not going to stop anybody. But but what but what you said earlier was businesses can't stop. Businesses have a choice on doing whatever they want to do. Some so businesses they, chose to shut down. So forever. they can stop. So so they can stop if they want to. They have the choice to do whatever they want. Okay, so based on choice. Based on their choice, if somebody does something in their business, they shouldn't be liable based on their choice. That's not my fault if somebody comes into my business to do something. But how is that my fault? But I mean, look, 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 I, look, you brought in, you brought up the gun thing. Okay. You're saying that, okay, if you decide, because people do it all the time, people sue businesses for, not, right. for not, for not being secure. And and some win, slip and so, falls all the time. Yeah, and some win. Right. So, but but you're saying, let me go back to what you're saying though. You can't stop somebody from coming in your business with a with a gun as a business owner. You can't if, put anything in place to stop that from happening. First off, why would I stop them? They may be legal gun owners. I'm not here to tell somebody they can't have a gun. I, I, don't, My, I don't. But a gun's tangible. COVID isn't. COVID's invisible. So that's, I think, a hard. That's a that's a tough comparison. If you're sick, stay home. But you but, can't prove that you got it from the business. So I don't even understand. Well, yeah. not only can you not prove that you got it from the business, but you can't. We can't you're even saying, prove saying, that people are passing it to people who are asymptomatic. You, but you, but. The government still doesn't even know that yet. That's I guess you know, I, I, that's just something that people just pass along social media. But you, I mean, you're saying that people should stay home if they're sick, but you're stopping them from their liberties. If you no, I'm them just that. giving good advice. If you're sick, no, no. stay home. Don't go to work. <laughs> Drink a lot of water. Take your orange some. juice. Don't, Drink your Ovaltine. It, it, man, it's you. There's so much contradictory. There's so man. much freedom in this country. We should allow to be free for a virus 
to give and extend powers that, that the government doesn't have is beyond anything we have ever seen in the 244 years of the history of this country for the government, government to overreach we're not talking about government. across the board we're not, we're is absolute insanity. We're not talking about government. We're talking about business owners. And business we, owners well, have I mean, freedom to do but, what they want to do. But it but if we really want to talk about government, then DeSantis is basically saying, Y'all go ahead, y'all open up your businesses, and y'all won't and and don't worry about uh if anybody gets sick in your business because I'm signing that nobody can see you. Well, the federal government said that all three vaccine makers uh, are not responsible for the 10,000 people that have died because of the vaccine or the 164,000 injured because of the vaccine. We all know that the federal government can't do crap. We all know that every time the federal government puts their hand in stuff, they always mess stuff up. And I talk about the federal government. We're talking about these three vaccine makers are shielded from any lawsuits from the 10,000 plus people that have died because of them and the 164,000 have been injured because of them. There's no, there's no recourse whatsoever. Well, I, mean, I don't have a problem with, with Ron DeSantis saying a free business should be free to open. Well, I thought it always was. I don't understand why Ron even has to do this. Exactly. Because, like, it's, because, because he, you get why a he liberal, to make it political? Because you get a liberal to come into office and start passing unconstitutional laws and nobody to back it up. Nobody pushed back on it. What law would you pass, though, for that? Like, give me an example of what you mean. I, I don't know. I no, mean, I'm being honest because that doesn't make any sense. That I get what you're saying. With Mike DeWine. I get Ohio. what you're saying. That's a blanket comment. And I definitely agree and get what you're saying. But in this particular case, I don't understand why DeSantis has to say, let's do this law right now. Like, why is he so focused on this? Why, when why does we Texas don't need it? Say, why does Texas have to say, hey, guys, political. if you... If te- why does Texas have to say, hey, it's a free open carry state. You can carry a gun. Why would Texas have to say that? Because we are under attack with our Constitution, our freedoms on a daily basis from nonsense and executive orders from everybody, both left and right. That's why. So why doesn't the right just ignore the left then? Like why? How do, you, why? How, do you, how do you ignore an executive order when a woman uh, that's pregnant gets arrested in church for not wearing a mask? I don't know an executive order about businesses. That's what I'm saying. I'm just asking the question: Where did this come from with Ron? I don't know his motive behind it. Was it because of the vaccine passports? This triggered him to do this. I'm just saying, what was the motivation behind it, except for getting everybody riled up? No, no. I just told you the motivation behind it. Well, the that was the that were under attack across the board. I don't believe that that's freedom. why he did that. He, he didn't just wake I mean, up and go, we're under attack. I gave you an answer. You could tell me all day well, long. That, yeah, it's but a pretty it's, valid I, answer, I, though. Oh, absolutely. I'm not disagreeing with you. I promise you. You don't have to be def- I'm I'm agreeing with you, but I'm saying what was his actual reasoning? I don't think he woke up and said, hey, I'm going to create this rule that we can't go into businesses because we're getting bamboozled from the left. I actually think there's something to it behind it. And I'm actually asking what was that? Brenda, not for an opinion. I'm actually asking why did he do it? Brenda said I'm just that. curious. Brenda says, I agree that the legislation is not necessary. No illness can be proven to have been caught at, at yeah, a specific business. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't care what they've been saying about the clusters for the past year. Uh, Kathy says, because DeSantis wants to be president. That's, that's what I was getting to. It's political. just political. No. There's really no reason to create a law to have this it is. DeSantis wants businesses to feel comfortable. Go ahead, open up. 
let this economy yeah. rip roar and let let's let's make it a great state all over again. Point. If it works, fantastic. If he wants to be president, I'll tell you what, I'll be the first one to vote for him because he'll make America great. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I I don't see what's I, wrong with all that. What's wrong? I don't know. I I'll go back. I'll go back. I'll go back and say um I think that was I I mean honestly I really the reason why I brought it in it is because I thought it was weird and I didn't think it was needed and I think it was meant to put him in a in a, a better light because yeah. right because of what's happening down there because of some news that just came out that uh 5000 deaths were um were just found that weren't reported in Florida because of COVID. So, uh, and there's supposed to be a million, no, um, a million anti-March, million mm-hmm. anti-mask March in Southern Florida. Southern Florida, from what we know, for from what we have known, you, uh, uh, from the time that we were down there at CPAC, Southern Florida, y'all are doing everything. Y'all are doing things the way that y'all want to. So, you know, I mean, from what we heard, a, a whole lot of older people and stuff down there, they're not wearing masks. They aren't practicing um, safe social distancing and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. In Southern Florida, that's your thing. That's well, your we, thing. And we see the, the numbers. Is, the problem is up north. And also we're hearing that um, there's um, COVID surges from uh, the spring break thing that um just happened too but that really wasn't in southern florida though but again if you're in southern florida i understand i mean i i understand what y'all are doing you know i just i understand what a whole lot of people are doing out there you don't care if you get it because you feel that you're going to get past it 99 uh, of the people do get past it so for those that um, don't feel that way, I also feel with you too, because many of you have lost loved ones, okay? And, or many of you have older relatives that you care about that you don't want to get it. So, I mean, I see it on both sides. Well, my thing is, I'm not really concerned about the strain that we have now. My concern yeah. is, does everybody understand how a strain gets stronger? To the point where then we will, we can't go out of the house. Does everybody understand how that works? I'm just asking a question. It's whenever it keeps going through people like water and it becomes stronger and then it lies in people with immune compromised systems and it creates itself. This can happen. I'm not being political about this when virus. Is that, when has that happened in the past? It happens all the time. Viruses get stronger all the time. Okay, so I just proved to you in the 1900s there was that virus. Okay, so when have we locked down the entire world because a virus got stronger? We've never had a virus. We've never had a pandemic like that. It's been 100 years. And remember that first hundred that first time that we had the pandemic that never went away. 
we got lucky because it weakened and our bodies got used to it. That's what we're hoping for now, Brian. But the problem is this thing has mutated 16 times in a matter of five days. And that's what's fearful because the flu back in the early uh, 1900s uh, or 1918, the one that Trump always refers to, we didn't have the technology back then to see how quickly it was mutating. And luckily it didn't mutate 16 times in four days. That's what the worrisome is. I'm not worried for now. I get it. It's just a bad cold right now. It is like a flu. I've had it twice. You know, it was like a flu. But here's my issue. The is that my what you're doing is, right now is fear-mongering. It truly I'm not is. not fear-mongering it is. at all. That this thing is going to be exponential to I didn't what say it that. was. And yet we were that. shut down for an entire year. And now it's going to be exponentially worse now coming from the U.K., so we got to no, do no, more no. than just shut down. I didn't say that at all. No, See, that's no, what you heard. No, she didn't say that. She didn't say that, man. I didn't say that at all. It's 16 no. times no. in four days. It has mutated, but it didn't hurt yeah. us, did it? Yeah. It didn't hurt us. The well, mutation was great. It didn't hurt us. My thing is, whenever it does mutate that one time to make it more deadlier, we have to get it under control. We have to get this under control. And that is the truth. And it's a man-made virus. We don't even know if it follows the typical norms. You even say yourself you think it was released from a lab. So how the hell do you know if it's going to do the same thing that it did in 1918? This is a man-made virus from China. We don't know what it's going to do. It's not fear-mongering. It's me being educated and knowing what happens with a virus whenever it goes into an immune-compromised person. It causes a stronger tr strain, a.k.a. the U.K. strain, the B117. It caused a stronger strain. That's the truth. I get it that the PRC tests aren't accurate, but that doesn't even matter. They're the not numbers. They're not even close to PRC and, tests. And they're that's all... fine. But we can look at the strain and see where it deleted itself and made a mistake and made it become so stronger. We have the genome sequence technology now to see that. And what I'm saying is it's it, you can't live in fear forever. That is correct. But what I'm saying is I don't like what I see in the horizon, what's happening in Brazil. I don't like what I'm seeing. I I'm not fearful I, of it. I saw that. I, I mean, and I'm not saying anybody should be afraid of it, but I'm saying if you don't see what's happening in Brazil and you're not alarmed, then you're not educated enough on the virus. And I, remember, everybody says it's man-made and from China, from a lab. But the thing, the thing, the thing that I brought up, is, I mean, the reason why I, I talked about it, and so, um, April says it comes down to this, stay home if you're sick. But people ain't, but people I'm aren't going to do that. They're not going to. They're not going to do that because well, then there's nothing you can do. Then there's nothing you can do, and that's there my point. Then live. No, my point is live life. I feel like your point is we need another lockdown. But I never said that. Well, I feel like that's the that's the next term. Well, don't feel that way yeah, because yeah. that's but not what why, I said. Then why is it that it's all of a sudden like, I need to be worried about what's coming up like out of Brazil? Because it's an because you need to so be. That's how humans are. But I can't do anything oh about God. it. But live life. Wow. Yeah. Live life. Well, oh, here, well, another virus, another. Okay, well, let's whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, here's my thing. I'm just, I'm just and saying, know, always have I, be educated on things. And that's I know, all. And I know, and I know a lot of people on the right. I mean, and you can get mad with me, but a lot of people on the right don't care a damn about the virus. They don't care. They don't care because they see it as their liberties and freedoms are being taken. Yep. Okay. I'm just saying being aware, being aware of it is not fear mongering. Right, right. It's just There's educating yourself so that way you can talk. It's just talking about it so that way you have some type of, I don't know, verbiage to be able to talk about it. That's all I was trying to say I don't was. verbiage to look at the numbers and show that but this you said to me, for but you said a whole to year me, was a complete and you, utter farce. 
I get it. But you said to me, how can you prove that a virus is going to mutate if that we've never had one in the past? And I'm saying to you, how can you prove that this isn't man-made? And if it is man-made, then how can you prove it's not going to do something else? I never asked if it was going to mutate. You said it mutated 16 times. I'm like, well, you said, how can you prove that it's. You asked me when was there in history that there was a time. Did we a have time. a virus that was this bad like this? Yeah. When, right. When, okay. And I'm going to tell you, I don't know because this is man-made. This is from China. Right. That's all I was saying. So uh -huh. it's either one or the other. Do you believe that it came from an animal or do you believe it came from a lab? I Which one? I don't know. You don't know. You they're don't both, know. I feel exactly. Like they could both be lying. Who knows? Who knows? All I know is this last year is a complete and total farce overreach of governments That's across great. The I agree board. with you. An awful thing that they did upon this world with a stupid mask that we now show fact, not fiction, not hearsay, not conjecture. It's a fact. Everybody that numbers were going down, that mask mandates were mandatory, the numbers went right back up. You're correct. Just You're like correct. kids with bicycle helmets that were mandatory, incidents went through the roof. People have this false sense of security. They got a friggin' mask on. I yes, see and you're correct. You're 100% correct. Right each other but, my face, right. but my question is. You're 100% correct. But my question is, what's the end game then, Brian? That's my question. The, the I'm just game? asking. It's not. I'm not fear mongering. I'm just what's asking. What's the end game for what? For what? Where does the virus go from here? Your educated opinion. What happens in the next year? I just you're, would love to know your opinion. You don't think the virus is even real, do you? Come on, man. I'm asking you a question. I don't believe in the flu. No, I just no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. It's no because you asked the question. I'm trying to answer. We all we all know that the flu is real. I'm talking about this virus because a lot of people on the right don't don't believe it's true. You can take a poll that's in this chat room right now or online and many conservatives will say that it is false it, i haven't um, seen the poll i don't know what that it, poll it, is well, i don't know where that is uh, okay well well guess well, what if, if you were on twitter then you would see people say that the virus was fake and i'm sure that you saw it before you left and 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 um, based on some of the stuff or some of the things that you do say on here you really don't believe in the uh, uh, um, the results of what is happening. So I mean, and 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 that's okay. I mean, that's what I believe mean. in the numbers. I believe in the facts. I believe in what history. You believe in what you I believe, believe what what's number? come out. I believe you believe in what. Number? I believe that only six percent of those who actually died from COVID died directly from COVID. Ninety ninety four percent that died from COVID had two point six percent comorbidities on top of getting the COVID. We know what that happened in New York. We know all the lies and we know that how they sent them back to the uh, uh, the nursing homes when they were already sick. Let we know the this. debacle. Let me we ask know you the this insanity. Then. Let me break I, in. I believe. Let me break in. Then. I believe that you it is believe a real the numbers for the minorities then. That, I, I that believe. Do you believe the numbers of the minorities that are highly affected by the virus that we, that I sent you from various outlets, do you believe those numbers? Yes or no? Those numbers that you sent me, wh what is that supposed to mean? It's still, you're only a percentage off from me to possibly die and if I get it. The no. numbers are so minuscule. They're so insignificant when it comes to, to this, 
this giant thing. Two to one. Two, 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 97%, 97% survival rate. 97% survival rate, right? Latinos three to one. No. Latinos three to one. Blacks two to one. Or was it blacks three to one? Latinos two to one. The survival rate across the board talking about is deaths. greater. We're talking about deaths. Yeah, the survival of getting the COVID. Survival is great. We're is greater about, than almost any. It's it's huge. The survival rate. But people are still dying, though, right? People are still dying from the flu, except for last year. Nobody died. People from the flu aren't dying died. on the scale. People weren't dying on the scale of the COVID. With the flu. But if that, you take really? the numbers really? of yes deaths, yes if yes you take not. the numbers of deaths across the board for whatever reason in America, and you look at them for the last 20 years, mm -hmm. we had the exact number of people dying can I, can that we I had 20 years ago. And I want to just say this. More deaths. Adora, Adora Lee in the comment section says, I love you, but I can't stand with you on this, Leah. We have to keep living our lives. I'm not saying that. My biggest, my biggest thing that I'm saying, I get it. Live your life. Trust me. I'm living my life. That's not what I'm saying. And I think that maybe uh, it was lost in translation. What I'm asking, and I'm not arguing and I'm not giving my opinion. I really want to know from Brian and from the audience, honestly, and I, I'm just asking a question from my studies. Where do you guys think we'll be in a year? That's what I, that was my main goal. And I don't want to hear I don't know because every everybody has an opinion. I want to know where is where do where do you guys think we're going to be in a year? And I'm blaming scientists for this, and I'm blaming Fauci because I know where I think we'll be. Because I know I know I know herd immunity if the virus mutates. That's that's my. I know what I said last year. We'll get stronger. I said last year. We will definitely get stronger. Situation and Brian and Brian and a whole lot of people in the room thought that this thing was going to be over in about two or three months. Oh, it could have been just like the great depression could have been over, but we now know, look back that the federal government perpetuated the damn thing for 10 years. Now we Talks see the federal government masks. perpetuating this damn thing as well. Okay. So this where do you think we'll be at the federal government? So you think by March 30th of 2022, we'll all be at herd immunity, the whole world or just the United States. I'm, I'm, not I'm asking chat room too. I, I'm just, I just want an opinion. I just want an opinion uh, based on this. No, because then, then I'll so stick you, my finger in a hole and then get it chopped off. Well, it's I, not a big I, deal. I I'm no not going to hold it against you. So I, do you think we'll still be in the same situation? Do you think it's going to get worse? Do you think it's going to get better? Do you think we'll still wear masks? I just want to the woman know your the, opinion. According to the woman who literally was should have gotten an Oscar award for her tear-jerking performance, according to her and the direction of this government and this administration, I think we're going to be on a lockdown. We're going to be on a lockdown. Who are you talking about? I don't know who you're talking about. The video lady? The CDC girl. Oh, okay. Okay, so let me go back. What about you guys in the chat? Based on her performance that should get an Oscar and the direction of this administration, they are going to do everything they can to create as much pain on the public and on the people with lockdowns of the likes we ain't seen before, and they're gonna push for it. That's oh, what I think. I haven't, I haven't seen anybody talk about lockdown. I wait. Joe Biden's already trying to mandate masks across the across America. I haven't seen anybody talking about lockdown. They're just uh, they? starting. It's just the beginning of it. 
Well, and that's that was why I brought up the question because we sit here and we're like, oh, COVID's coming back around, and we all go, oh, those dang leftists keep on making people wear masks, blah blah blah. But like we've been saying it for a year, they are controlling the people. Even though you don't go out with your masks on, the majority I see they're still wearing their masks. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't want to be in this situation next year, so I'm asking, what will change? Because the virus isn't no. going to stop mutating. And guess so what? we just do this for 10 well, no, years not, until... Here's the thing, we're not, we're not wearing a mask for the and, virus. And, we're wearing it for the government. Well, Either actually, way, they're, actually, they're doing actually, it. Actually, I'm not wearing it for any government. Oh. I'm wearing it, me, myself, Wayne Dupree, I'm wearing it for my safety. Because oh, I you believe... You put a gas mask then because I the in paper it. ones don't work. Do you know why I believe in it? Because sometimes, I mean, I, I mean, I have five, six, six people. We practice exactly what what we need to practice, and we've been fine. We don't do anything different at my house we've been whatsoever. We're all good. Now, here's the interesting part. I'm in the middle of you two. Remember? Now, here's the interesting part. I'm in the middle of you two. I have worn my mask always. I don't really go anywhere. But right. whenever I do feel the need to go somewhere because I'm out of my mind bored, I'll go. But go. my daughter goes to her father's house and then comes here. And she's the one who gave it to us. So I practice everything that I could and yeah. I still got it. But my 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 thing is I'm getting Fauci fatigue. I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting Fauci fatigue. I'm sick and tired of hearing his crap with wearing the masks and now kids can't play together. So my point of the story was with all of this is COVID isn't going anywhere. That was my point. This right. isn't we're gonna, we're not gonna wake up in three months and go, oh, it's over. It's gone, yeah. This is here to stay. We are never going to eradicate COVID. In fact, it will just get to the point where it just becomes like a cold, but it's going to take about 10 years. Go See, ahead and study it. Kind of fear mongering to me. That's, that's educational. Vanita, Everybody knows. That. Uh, 10 years? Uh, is it's like a cold. It'll be like a cold. Vanita Where do you think we're going to go? We'll never have the flu ever again. We're going to have the corona. Oh, no, but the flu stays around. No. Well, no, we never will... had. There were no flu cases last year. The COVID, COVID will become like a cold. You'll just get like the sniffles from it. It'll become nothing. And still children will never be affected. We, well, we don't know that. It'll take a while. We don't Ch know that. No children that. have been affected. Literally. Wearing no. wearing a mask. Uh, um, Kathy says, please, please wear a mask if you're scared. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. And another reason why I wear a mask is because if the business says to wear it, then I'm, then, I mean, I'm just a rule follower. Uh, I don't go in that business. I guess I'm not saying that right. it's going to be this you contagious. Don't have to. For I do. Right. Right. I don't. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it'll be this play, contagious for 10 years. years. You I'm don't have to. Be, but I do. I'm not playing the game. But I do. I mean, and I, children do get COVID. Somebody said that they don't. They do. I watched yeah, my daughter do. suffer with yeah. it for a week. She had a temperature uh, of 102.5. The, uh, the children that get COVID, the survival rate is higher than anybody, anybody across the board. Children literally are not affected by this like the 60-year-olds. The no, definitely not. We know that. It's been going for a year. Are, we get that. Those that when are it, have comorbidities. When it hits your backyard. It's just not going anywhere. And I, I wish the it, it, it would go somewhere if the federal government let it go. Then your your ideas change about certain things it's not hitting a it's not hitting a whole lot of people so a whole lot of people are like yeah yeah whatever that's fine i mean i i haven't told anybody i have i have not once told anybody on this show to wear a mask no yeah yeah no not it, not once. yeah no no i do 
And it, I mean, well, I do when I go out in public because it's required. I don't wear it in the car. I don't wear it. Um, I mean, if a business said that I didn't have to wear it, didn't want now, now here, I'm not here, gonna play the idiot part and not wear one on an aircraft like we know some right wingers did and, and get kicked off of planes forever. I, folks, I'm I'm not that guy. When I flew on aircraft because I had to, and that's a mandatory, then I did. But when I can control it, if the business says please wear it, I go to another business. That's now, all. I, I just want to read you about it. Okay. I want to read you a comment. It says here, it seemed like COVID all but disappeared during the George Floyd riots. We didn't hear about it for weeks. No, so, right. but, but the thing is, the media just controls that narrative. And I, I, I get it that they also control what we're hearing on how bad the cases are and they rev us up. But I just I just look at my local hometown. My local hometown doesn't lie to me. I can see exactly what the numbers are when they're going up and when they're going down. We had zero cases last Tuesday. We now wait, have 89. Wait, hold, on. hold on. Wait a minute. Who, we someone have else? We have nothing in my town. We got it seemed like COVID all but disappeared during the um COVID before before George Floyd, everybody was in Florida for spring break. And and, okay, I mean a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people. A lot of kids left Florida last year during COVID. And, and they traced their cell phones back to where their COVID cases were. All the cell phones went was all up and down the eastern seaboard. See, that's how before, we get hold on, wait, 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 wait. That's before, a good thing. Before George Floyd. Then why aren't we there yet? Before George I think Floyd. We, I, I honestly got to think we are. I'm we're trying not, to figure out. I'm trying to figure out why Karen said George Floyd. Because before George Floyd, we even said on this show, well, I mean, the, what happened in Michigan? They stormed the Michigan uh, sure did. Right. With, with guns. <laughs> okay, that 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 was before George Floyd, and they were practicing social distancing. So you might be trying to make a point about George Floyd, but there was stuff before George Floyd. And on this program, I said, "What happened in Michigan is going to open up everything," and it did. And it opened up everything. What do you mean it opened up everything? What does that mean? It opened up everything. Meaning it encouraged others to go ahead. And... And they didn't care. When well, I was like saw, the inspiration behind it. When they saw oh. all those people going to the Capitol or driving up and down the street with their heads out the window, <laughs> right. you remember that? You remember Written that? on each other. Or um, or or so they or, had COVID parties. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's gonna open up everything, and then yeah. Floyd what? And then Floyd was a couple of weeks after that. Right, right. So I mean, uh, I mean, Karen, thank, thanks for that. But let's put everything. I mean, let's put out. everything together instead of instead of just one thing, because the media and might it, not have said nothing. And the sad part and, is, and on social media was saying something about uh, uh, riots and stuff and everything that happened after the George Floyd thing. And I agree with Brian 50%. We hit herd immunity on the first two strains. This UK strain, we've not hit herd immunity. It's going to come back again, and we're going to get a third wave. We're seeing it now in the UK. Fourth, and Fourth. I say no. Well, it's already here, so uh, that's cool. Except for the except It is what it is. Except it, you for, should be saying yes. If you're, for, if you're advocating for, for herd immunity. Except for. If you're advocating for herd immunity. Where everyone was vaccinated. Now yeah, but they, we'll have COVID. Well, that, that well, money on it. 
Yay! Well, here's the thing, though. You should be advocating for a, a fourth uprise mm. because that will actually help herd immunity. A fourth That's up how you get to herd immunity. What happened to the third right? I don't know. What was the third uprising? Where, where did that come from? Why, well, why whichever they one we're in. You should be definitely excited about it because well, that will get I us didn't for see herd number two. I didn't see number three, and I sure ain't seeing number four. Then how are we ever going to get to herd immunity? You don't want to put the money on it. Put the money on it. Well, that's what I'm asking. How do we get to herd immunity if we don't I have... I said we're already there. Oh, no, we're we're there. Put some money on it. What, what, what am I doing with my money? I got my money tied up in some Bitcoin. What are you talking about? Bitcoin. <laughs> what everybody needs to do is put some money on some CBD. That is true. Absolutely true. Nope. I've got a and I've got a wife. Both uh, uh, the absolute customers for. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Just with wait. a vape pen. What happened? <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wait. Oh, no. Wait, Wayne said Wayne's turned a little bit to the left. Uh, hey, Wayne, listen. Check this out. <laughs> You're right. On the virus. <laughs> <laughs> now, what you going to do about it? I, you can't. Can't do nothing. <laughs> Give me my name back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait. Give that name, Give back. name back. Turn it to the left. No, it's that I just wish that people just use common sense these days. That's all. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, there's nothing but love up here on the panel. And if yeah, some of y'all in the chat room got pissed off at each other because of what was happening <laughs> up here, then you're more of left than the left. Yeah, y'all. <laughs> Y'all are more emotional than us. Ah, you got to cut it out, y'all. Quit playing games. Yeah, yeah, come on now. Yeah, we have to learn to be able to disagree and understand that I'm only coming with COVID with facts because I this is all I do all day. I, I, I really enjoy health stuff, I guess you could say. My nurse cap on, and I, come I, I just like to look back. at it that way. <laughs> ah, Wayne's circling back. I come at it with statistics back. and numbers that I find absolutely fascinating. Yeah, you yeah. come at it. You you like the history of things. So you look at the history of things and you bring that. And I like to look at like five months from now. And together we make a nice sandwich of history and the future. And, and then you've got the present in the middle, which is Wayne. You got the past, I, the present, and the future. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I like to I like to ruffle y'all's feathers. Yeah. So it's a perfect mix. Because when Brian's eyes go like this, you know that he's about to break up. <laughs> And then he starts taking big coffee drinks. <laughs> it's good to he hear like, discussion. Like, Thank you, Pat. Pat says like, it's good to hear discussion. Yes. Like, I got he like son of a We're here. We wanna we want to pick your brain. We want you to get onto the edge of your seat saying, Yeah, Adora's how how do you say her name? Adora. I love that. Adora Lee and drink your tea. I love that. Um, Leah, I wasn't mentioning George Floyd because of the of the man. I know, Karen. Wayne's the one who took that. You talk to him. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Karen's a great listener. But look at how you guys actually had to think about things today, and it got you to actually contemplate what was going on. That's what we want to do for you. That's what we're here for. That's why we want you to tune in. We want to have these rousing conversations to make you feel something and to put you outside of your comfort zone and go, okay, wait a minute. Do I agree with Brian? Do I agree with Wayne? You know, does Leah have a point? We want your juices to start getting creative like that. 
yeah, what we're here for. And listen to each other and give, and give both, both a, that's, arguments. And that's fight. what we did, yeah. We weren't, and, and <laughs> you might have thought we were arguing to fight. No, no, no. I, I mean, it's just honestly, passion. It's called passion. It's yeah, it's called passion. passion. Daniel says, fun. you three put me in a good mood when I'm on a downer. That's awesome. There you go. <laughs> I love me. that. I love David Daniel. I really, I really love you, Karen. I, I thought it was fun for real. I would love every day to go like that. Yeah, I, I would too. We just can't get him to, to, um, we just can't to get out of common sense. I know. We just no, well, I can't get away from it. Whatever, whatever. We wait. I'm. I lost it. I froze up. I didn't hear what snarky thing Brian said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was. I'm just assuming. <laughs> I can see my Brian's face or Wayne's face. It had to have been snarky. No, no, at, no. Um, Sharizma. No, it wasn't acting. It was just passion. We serious, but because we all have different points of view. Each, just like all of y'all have different points of view. And it's easy for us to to do this. And if you would see our chat like off screen, you would see that all three of us have a total different viewpoint on life. That's what makes the show so special with us three on it. If you got all three of Brian's, it wouldn't be fun. If you got all three Wayne's, well, it wouldn't be fun. Know. If you got all three Leah's, it wouldn't be fun. All three Brian's would just be trying to prove each other wrong. <laughs> I don't know. You'd have a triple threat. That'd be cool. Oh, triple threat. But, you know, and that's why it's so great because we have such different opinions on things. And that's what makes it fun. And then we like your opinions. But one thing we have the same opinion on. 100%. CBD line. Get there, cbdline.com forward slash Wayne Dupree. They're going to have a surprise uh, coming up for you guys. So yeah. I want you to make sure that you're tuning in for that. Use our code word, Wayne. You're going to get 20% off of whatever it is that you want. And we all come at different perspectives with that. I love the gummies and the lotion. Yeah. Wayne? I, I am into the lotion. And um, there's another. I'm into the lotion, the gummies, and... Now I'm into that pen, but Brian, yeah, I gotta you. ask you, I gotta ask you something about that pen though, because you said that the pen, uh, that we, you gotta charge it, make sure it's charged. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It lasts forever. Oh, so you do have to charge it. Yeah. Well, I mean, somebody was, was asking me in the DMs. Mine was already time. charged. Yeah. But I, I just, just because of G Wiz, I just plugged it in and just left it there for a couple yeah. hours. I, I don't okay. know if it was dead or not. Oh, Kathy brought up the patches. Yes, my aunt loves the patches. She had two back surgeries and she had and she used the patch and she was like, whoa, I can actually feel my shoulder. And and before she couldn't because it was so hard, but it actually softened up with the patches. So get yourself to Wayne to but CBD my line. Shoulder, my shoulder used to wake me up in the middle of the night because I used to carry a heavy bag for years. I used to, I mean, and people used to tell me, don't carry your your book bag on you got your shoulder. Book. You got it. You got right. to put it on both, both shoulders. Yes, yeah. put on both. I didn't Men with to wallets them. too. I didn't yeah, listen to them. Front so pocket. now, yeah. I mean, there'll be times that it'll wake me up in the middle of the night that I can't even move my arm, or if I'm standing up straight for a long time, the pain goes all the way down to my leg, and my Ooh. leg almost feels tingly. Your sciatica's like, acting up. Yeah. So, but. I put that stuff on there. No, it's straight. What kind of patches? Oh, there's all different kinds, Carolyn. Go to yeah. cbdline.com forward slash Wayne Dupree and check it out. They'll actually have all the different patches there for you to pick through. There's 
millions of them. Right. And there's a lot of people out there already using CBD. I know yes, you guys are. CBD yes, is yes, huge. Yes. Support American company, small yes. business made yep. in America right here. Invented, created. The guys are phenomenal. They are phenomenal. Get, like we said earlier, they're going to be on the show. Going to do an yep. interview with them here on a special day in the month Couple of surprises. April. Mm-hmm. Yep, there's definitely going to be surprises. But I'm can anybody t- guess what date on in April that it's going to be? Jump over to the cbdline.com slash way to be. And if you're already buying the CBD, now you get twenty percent off. Why yep. would you not switch? I want I want to see if the chat room can put two and two together. I wonder if they can guess what date CBD line will actually join the show and have some surprises for them. Can anybody guess what date? Think about it. It's not April 14th. Nope, it's not April Fool's Day. Think about April the month and the numbers and CBD. Think about that. All right. Uh, also, my pillow. Don't forget about them. What you'll do is you'll take a drop of CBD oil on your tongue to relax at night because I know everybody's getting nuts with Joe Biden and COVID and all this other stuff that's going on. Take a drop of your CBD line and then lay your head on a my pillow. Mm-hmm. Go to mypillow.com slash radio specials. Use the code word Wayne Dupree and you're going to get discounts there. I know they've got a great one on the mattress topper. All right. So make sure you're getting there. Somebody in the comments did guess it. Somebody oh, no, they did. Yeah. yeah, they did. They did. I'm gonna keep holding on to my secret though for a couple more days. Um, Our let me see. Okay. And see, um, I'm multitasking. I'm logging my daughter into homeschooling as we speak. They're still on homeschool. So I'm logging her in with my one hand while talking about my pillow on the other. This is what you gotta do, I guess. Well, happy anniversary, Kathy. That's right, Kathy. Happy oh, happy anniversary, anniversary. Kathy. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy and Take a gummy and have some fun that night. Real quick. Um, April 14th. <laughs> U.S. church membership falls below majority for the first time. We will talk about that in a little bit more tomorrow. But I did think that that was kind of pertinent to bring up because of where we are in this country that's right going to be a good conversation tomorrow Time because to we have different viewpoints on that too yeah, yeah. so uh because i grew i mean my father was a pastor my mom was Sunday school superintendent so i remember the old and i know what the new looks like and they're so far apart from yeah. what we used to have to what we do have right now so we're going to talk about that tomorrow uh, we're gonna have Juanita Broderick on tomorrow. Too. Oh yeah, that. she is gonna be on tomorrow. So make sure that you tune in. Any last thoughts, real quick? CB, wait, call call your office. CBD Lion is discontinuing the vape product. The vape pens. I just saw that as you were talking. I read that, and I was gonna bring that up. Uh, maybe they are. So check into that. We will definitely get. Um, more information about how, that specifically how we, for you. How are we late on that news? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, who, you know who I'm blaming? Yeah. His, yeah. His name starts with the letter V. <laughs> it rhymes with Vincent. Victor. <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes with Vincent. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, my last thought is number nine has came out against Como. Supposedly, she has pics of the sexual harassment. Um, I said this a few nights ago on Censored TV. It's becoming the 12 days of Christmas. He's got 19,000 dead in a nursing home, nine people accusing him of sexual harassment, and he's also got maybe some criminal charges against the fact that he had high officials going into his brother's house and putting themselves at risk for COVID while they were actually serving the public. That's a danger. You guys, he's poison. Uh, my last thought, uh, many prayers for uh, Miley Cyrus and the abuse that she has suffered her entire life. Uh, may she find God one day. Wow, I didn't even realize it. It's it's bad. So God bless her. Well, that and all the other women in Hollywood that have been abused for decades. Well, but why do kids just keep going back into it and women? They know it, how bad it is. What's the same reason? Stay why? out. Drugs, you know, it's just stay out of Hollywood, people. Don't let your kids in there. Yeah, it's a bad bad Mm -hmm. drug. Sometimes you don't come back from that one. Mm -hmm. All right, right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you tomorrow.